yeah, yeah. It's your man, Rod Skinny, a.k.a. Frankie Grimes. This is the Fact Check Podcast brought to you by the MDMA Lifestyle Wave. Now streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, Podomatic, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, and wherever else your funky ass get your podcast. Um, I got some very special guests in the house today, but I got to shout out my man, Fly Fonzie. And before we get started, of course, I want to say uh, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. And his daughter Gianna, that is uh, very terrible news that we heard today. But I don't want to take it so low right now, especially since all the facts are not out on that situation. But definitely shout out to the Mamba, you know what I mean? And um, we're going to come back around on that. I'm going to ask y'all what y'all favorite Kobe Bryant moment was. But um, my big brother... Big homie, I ain't even. You might be the only nigga in Baltimore that's taller than me. Um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for the people? Yo, it's uh your boy Dice, Dice Man, aka however you want to say it, Dice or Dice Man, Aon Records. Uh, yeah, man, we here. And I also got my other big homie. I'm real big too. <laughs> uh, you can call me Fame. Some call me Famous Bird, and I call myself Biggie Vandross, but that's because I know how awesome I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's Aeon in the building. All right, so Dice, um, you the one I hit up about this interview. Um, I've seen you pop up a lot recently. I mean, you're always very active. You always got um, different ways to uh, put your music out. And you're one of the, I say, forerunners when it comes to um, creatively oh, providing content to people. You're, you're always the first one with like the phone number joint. Oh, yeah, I've man. never seen that shit before. <laughs> Um, it was something else she was doing too. What was you doing last year, y'all? It was um, something with a website. Uh, I know last year we was doing. Uh, I don't know if it was the BSB, Bob Scott Baltimore Radio thing. Or, yeah, what what happened with that? Bro? Are we doing that? You still, um, doing still doing it? Yeah, we okay. in the process. We just got an app and all that, so yeah. we in the process of doing that. Um, but yeah, it was it was doing starting that, and then starting back up with the Superphone. Um, the number thing you're talking about. Why don't you kind of explain that a little bit for people? Because, okay. um, like I said, I think that's like a new concept, right? And not mm-hmm. a lot of people are on that. So why don't you um, explain that, give people the number where they can find it and whatnot. Where, where. So um, the Superphone pretty much come from Ron Leslie. Um, I'm, I want to say it was 2000, I want to say 16. Mm-hmm. He came out with it and... Damn, I thought that it was... Yeah, yeah. He came out with that and um, I thought it was innovative when I, I seen it, you mm-hmm. know? So I was like, I'm going to hop on it. So a lot of people was like, you know, when I did it, I had another number. Um, and, it, man, when I say as far as making sales and generating people, um, it really had a great impact. It was just confusing to a lot of people because I felt like it was still a new process. It was still new to people. So pretty much what you do is you give people your number, tell them to text. You can text Aeon to this number, mm-hmm. um, and it comes straight to your phone. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a form. They text you, you send them a form, they send it all out, and it it's pretty much builds a phone book for you. Yeah, so phone. instead of like an email list, it's yeah, a phone it's book. Yeah, it's a phone book. Mm-hmm. And I guess... You can send mass texts. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. legit, because yeah. that kind of circumvents the fucking email list. Yeah, and um, at the time, I think up to now, like one of the biggest communication ways that people communicate is, hey, that's like 84%, is like through text messaging. And I was like, wow, like that's a great point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just gives you a way to leverage fans, and then... It connects to a website, and you get to send people directly, music directly through text. You know what I mean? If you have a show, and then pretty much it gives you tags. So if you want to do a show, and you know it tells you how many people buy, who brought what, how many people brought stuff, and all yeah. that stuff. And 
Um, you could do little intimate shows for people. So the people that contributed the most to you, um, to support it the most, you can break them up into a category. Like, hey, it's a hundred yeah. fans that you know brought them out of my stuff the most. I'm gonna do a show. Kinda you know, sounds what I'm like a Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, what does Aeon stand for, and why did you add a Y to that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Aeon comes from pretty much uh, AON, um, all or nothing, mm-hmm. and pretty much uh, we added the Aeon. It was like a chant. So, a we was like Aeon, kind of like simple, like I don't know what's the. Uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, the acronym is Aeon for all or nothing. But whenever we would shout it out, it would if you like spelled A-Yon. it out. And when you yell it out, it would look like Aeon. Yeah. So when we decided to start the label to make sure that it stood out from any other all or nothing that may have been created throughout the years. Because there's a slew of them. We just decided to use our chain and spell it out how we spelled it out whenever we would yell it out. Yeah. So it's still all or nothing. It's still all or nothing. You just added the Y for a uh, kind of, mm-hmm. I guess because you had to yeah. kind of stand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So who are the members of this new conception of Aeon because at first it was uh, it was a group yeah, and it was A-O-N three group. of y'all mm-hmm. and I think there was a female part of the group too right yes. it was actually about it was about like three, it was three, three you see three or four of us the most yeah. okay. but in actuality it was about what five six of us yeah, yeah it was yeah. a couple of us so um, um, it was a Dice of course myself there was a uh, Kid Deuce Big Rob Damn. and then there was uh, of course Jules okay. and then BBI, who was that? That's Pirate, Pirate, Pirate Bay, Pirate Bay mm-hmm. who's working with Wisdom Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's with us as well. Shout out to Wisdom Court. Yes, yes exactly. Uh, and um, was that that was that was yay yay? Who else? Oh, there was a Heat. Rob. We I said Rob. Okay. There was a Heat. Uh, we a had a little. Yeah, it was a few of us actually. Okay. But the main ones you seen was, was just me, me, Fame, Deuce, and then my girl Jules. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, yeah that gotcha. was the female. Yeah, yeah. So what is the conception of Aeon now? Now it's pretty much we not just a group. Now we're trying to make it like about business. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we got artists, and we brought people that we um pretty much been knowing for years yeah. since like high school. We've been school. dealing with uh, out throughout this entire endeavor. Yeah, so we brought mm-hmm. in other artists. This um my man Young Moses. You feel me? And then um his homeboy Lido, who we went, who I went to school with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They called the got got uh, a group called the Gotcha Boys. Gotcha Boys. Yeah, so yeah. Nice. So um we brought them to the team because. The vision, man, we've been trying to do this thing and grinding for so long, we've been getting, you know, shitted on, shaded, you know what I mean? So jerked yeah. around and all that dumb shit. So we all just had this one vision, no egos. We mm-hmm. all just see this, everybody loyal to one vision. So it's kind of like a conglomerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody want to get to a higher place in life. And why not do it as a unit? Yeah. That's a wave. Do y'all have any, like, in-house producers and shit? Um, no, not as of yet. We are working with um, two producers. One was, is Duke, the legendary Duke, and um, other homeboy is Flight. Yeah. If producers want to send y'all beats or some shit like that, where can they send it to? Records at gmail.com. So that's A-Y-O-N records at gmail.com. And how long have all y'all known each other? <laughs> like, since high, high school? Since so high school. I, I want to say well, I met you two. back in, what, old two? Oh, two. Yeah. Yeah, since like oh two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's me, you, Lito. I know Lito since yeah, like I've known Lito since about oh two. Yeah, we started, old, it was man. me, you, and BZ. <laughs> and that started, what, me, you, and BZ started that together, what, in 04? Yeah, 04, 05. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So about that's about that long. Do y'all have plans to do like a compilation, like an A Young mm-hmm. compilation? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. That'd we definitely cool. about to do that. We in the works, and we still like kind of like on the ground level, getting the foundation together. Um, still things oh. business wise that we gotta get together. Um, okay. as far as uh, just like little stuff, trademarking and things of that nature. Do you guys have like a home studio? Um, nope. So right now okay. we just you recording the record everywhere mm-hmm. mm-hmm. where we can do it. But uh, we got a main one we might go to. It's like mm-hmm. my man Flight Boy. But that's about it. Yeah. Would that be your favorite spot to record? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. okay. yeah. outside of where we started, that's probably the only other person that we mm-hmm. dealt with religiously. Mm-hmm. What about a second? What if if he wasn't available? Who would you go to? Oh man, that's the person that unfortunately no, uh, ain't here with me no more. I don't even know who else outside of those two would I even. I probably Who else consider is? the lineup room. Um, I've Lano. been in the lineup room. Yeah. Only the person. Room. It's pretty dope. I've man. been there for uh, the shit in the basement. Word. But not a set. I've been in a session with somebody, yeah. but I was doing more like what the fuck I'm doing now. Like okay. I was doing video work and word, shit. Word, word. I was um, um with the dude Leno. Uh, yeah, the guy named Leno. Leno from back in the day. Um, that's might be a, that's another dude. Named it was like Leno. two Lanos like from here. Right. Yeah, yeah. There was literally like two from here that was popping. Mm. Uh, one that was a rapper and the the, the artist like the tattoo yeah. and uh, yeah 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 and then there was another was one. PGM <laughs> when was y'all last show when was the last time you Ooh. performed it's been a, it's been a minute yeah when we went out with BA was that last like show? what two years ago no what about the joint we did with uh, Coleon that was in VA, VA right that was in VA was that in VA no, that wasn't in VA that was some we weren't close we was in Virginia. Damn, so I'm really on the precipice of y'all, like, really kind of... Coming back, coming back yeah. 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 <laughs> we really coming, yeah. like, this, this year. I, like, I, I started the label, the LLC, last year in August. Yeah. I just got the business stuff together with so the banks to what, this month. What was the Gauntlet Music situation? Oh, oh the Gauntlet Music was what the, the guy was just telling you about, Flight, yeah. um, Flight okay. Boy. Uh, we was just a bunch of people that was recording in his, uh, his studio. And, <laughs> man, we just built a bond to where it was just, like... Everybody was just coming over in every day. We just started mixing and featuring on each other's songs. Yeah. And the music was just coming out incredible. So okay. we were trying to do something. There was no really paperwork. But okay, just so like, you were just affiliated mm-hmm. with that shit. And then mm-hmm. now you, you're back. Yeah. Your own shit. Yeah. Trying to build up your own shit. Yep. 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 I got you. I got you. Yep. Say no more. Yeah. Okay. Because that kind of confused me when I recently went to your... I want to say I went to your Facebook. Because, of course, um, y'all sent me the invite to like the, the Aeon page. Yeah. Gave y'all a like. You know? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't just give you a like just off the GP. Like, I'm going to look at your shit. Of course. See what y'all got going. See if y'all updated regularly. I ain't trying to support no motherfucking half-ass motherfucker. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's what thing we're trying to get back into is just providing the content. Because a lot of times, we would come up with stuff and we just stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I know <laughs> it would just goes, stop. But this is OD right now, yo. <laughs> i come across right now. For those watching this live, we are... Um, <laughs> Watching the fucking Royal Rumble right now. This shit is funny as shit. Man. Yo, I just seen Molly Holly show up. Oh, Molly Holly? Yo, Bianca Damn. Belair Who is going ham. Oh, Bianca in that bitch? Yeah, they done added Mercedes um, uh, Martinez. All right, let's hurry up and wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, back. Why don't you tell me about the event happening uh, February 21st at the Radisson Hotel at the oh, Inner yeah. Harbor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, So, we got an internet radio station called Vibe Squad Baltimore. You can go to VibeSquadBaltimore.com. Mm. Um, how do you how do you spell it like regular vibe V I B E S? Yeah, it's vibes. So V I B E S. Okay. Squad. Yeah, 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 you ain't lying. So um, yeah, and we just got an app in the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. and the one for Apple coming in a couple of days. So mm-hmm. we waiting for that. But what yeah, was it like an interactive app. Yeah, interactive. It's like internet radio. Just you just stream it straight from the from the phone. Yo, you want to school me on that? Okay. Yeah, 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 man. I hooked up with my homeboy Shim. 
And I call that man a black Mark Zuckerberg, you feel me? Nice. Like, he, he know about code and all that type of stuff, got good connects with everybody. So we pretty much just came together to do this um, Vibe Squad radio shit, and we just doing shows. We just trying to reach out to the community, reach out to people, we see, like, what kind of things we can draw. We want to start doing shows and parties and things of that nature. So February 21st is we got, it's like a comedy show. So Trapcom, what, uh, they call it Trap Comedy going to be there, Ali Boso. Um, Shout we, out Ali, that's my nigga. Yeah, um, we gonna be in the spot. Um, Y'all performing? Yeah, no, yeah we definitely performing, man. Yeah. And, um, in between, in between uh, the comedy is gonna be different uh, sets and shows and shit like that's that. That's nice. I've never seen that before. Yeah, so I, man, we thought that I thought that was awesome. My man Shim came up with that, and that's, that's pretty a dope concept. Doing. You wanna know why? You've been to comedy shows, especially in Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. You know what always sucks? That moment in between, <laughs> in between. the fucking performers. And then, you, I'm sure you've been to music shows. Mm-hmm. You know what always sucks? Mm-hmm. The moment in between the fucking performers. Mm-hmm. So now you're kind of offsetting that shit mm-hmm. with a different genre. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. So nice we're doing $20 for regular tickets, and then we're doing um, $40 is like... All you can drink, wine, uh, drinks, and then food. So, yeah. Where can people get tickets? We working on that right now, mm-hmm. so we're gonna fly us, get the tickets and everything together. So I definitely let you know. And okay. We gotta let everybody know. We got a lot of time left, though. I know. We don't. I know. <laughs> so we doing? And like I said, everything just even with the label is new. The vibe squad thing new. So we kind of doing trial as error as we go along. You know okay. what I'm saying? So you don't you don't think necessarily you're spreading yourself a little too thin with everything going on right now? Yes, you I do. Because okay. even on the vibe squad radio, we're coming up with like different podcasts that I'm gonna be doing, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And then now. Now we, I got like six or seven artists, so it's like. So how do you manage all that shit? He got he got a team. Yeah, That's so Aeon is pretty much uh, we got an administrative side, and we have a, the artist. You know what That's I'm saying? Smart, so man. my wife is doing she she pretty much picks up what I can't lack on the business side. Mm-hmm. So then she is her, my, her home girl, Brittany. That's our sister right there. She does the paperwork and everything. Then we have somebody else that does the marketing. She just graduated from business marketing school. So that's dope as shit. Yeah. Yo, shout out to the, uh, black women support. And yeah, bro. Others out there. It really means a lot to us. And we really, yeah. And they get things done. They do. Yeah, like, absolutely. You feel absolutely. me? They educated and talking and trying to get things and, and talking to other people. Yeah. I definitely feel you. So that's pretty much where the, the help comes into play is with that. You know what I mean? Um, anything that I could just need help on, we got a, a chat. We all hit in the chat. Mm-hmm. This is what's need to be done. Da da da. Well, when you figure out how them tickets are going to be available, hit me up ASAP so I can plug that shit on. I got you. Show, you. Know Good looking. Definitely. Um, what is what's y'all creative process like? Like, are y'all still? I know you always making fucking music. I know you kind of fell back for a little bit, but I know you're always being creative and shit. But um, what's y'all creative process like when y'all in the lab and shit? Is it like, do y'all usually come with everything prepared? Or y'all doing shit on the spot? Half and half. Half and half. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, especially when me and him work together, he'll present me an idea. Um, and he usually either got it all laid out, whether he got his verse, the hook, whatever. And I either write off of the, uh, what he presented to me, mm-hmm. or I wait till we go to the studio. Mm-hmm. And then I just make it up while I'm there. Okay. I do that a lot. Because <laughs> okay. I, I feed off of energy. Yeah, and yeah, by yeah. this person being someone that I've worked with so long, it's not hard to get caught up in what he's you know presenting to me. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. I'll come to him and like, mm-hmm. look, yo, I got an idea for a song. Mm-hmm. I'll tell him my idea, mm-hmm. and then I'll just leave it at that sometimes. And he'll come back to me like, yo, this is what I got. Yeah. And we'll make it from there. Okay. So, okay. And I like um, pretty much me. I like writing and being like I write outside so I get to be whoever production I write it 
um, and I just write it or go over, over it over until I know it. Mm -hmm. I like to go in the studio and just get it done. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and unless we doing a group setting and we trying to all writing and we just making it up on the spot. But other than that, I come, I write all right outside the studio, come prepared for it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what I used to do? My shit was always I had to be the. I had to be the first one done. If it was like a group joint, yeah, I had yeah, to be I the first be. one done, <laughs> and my shit had to be the hardest. I'm the yeah. opposite. I, might I like be the first to be one, the last, and then he'd be the last. Yeah, because I, I love to hear what everybody's presenting. Yeah, I love you. That. And again, yeah. I also I can also make it up on the spot. The whole whole half yeah. page somehow. Oh no, nah, sometimes it don't be nothing. But then it be energy. So it's like a lot of times he be having writer's block. So yeah. Where so, everybody, no matter how many people in the song, he it might he might be like I'm not I don't know what the right toy to nope. beat hard, but mm -hmm. I just don't know I what to do. Think. And then so after hearing, I'll be like, All right, listen, yeah, you know, what really feed off oh yeah, because yeah. I and because because when we was right and when we was in the studio on a regular, it was nothing to create like right, that. Right, right, because you're doing it exactly. Then like you get to those man. moments where you just don't you realize yo I ain't wrote in like <laughs> two years. Yeah, that's yeah, yo. Then it's like yo, they get you back and you don't have the same confidence as you did. Right, exactly. So and that's what's been like for me. I think the last time I went to the studio had to be like two thousand what sixteen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just started started getting back into writing again and it was just playing around yeah. on some instrumentals. Yeah. Like I I freestyle all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's never, you know, it's which is weird because it's like, yo, I can create on the spot constantly, but when I go to sit down to pin it out, my mind starts to do too much. And I'd be like, I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, for you though, like, um, what made you like, you just like, you got Don't nothing. Don't ask me like, a question. I love when you ask me a question. No, I just like, you say you just like, you got nothing. So it's like, what's the... What made you not like? Is it like a writer's block, or is it just like you just don't feel like writing? You know what I'm saying? Life or, shit. Yeah, yeah life what, shit. What you know what I'm saying? Just to be completely honest with you, um, me and my wife had twins. The plan was for me to, um, after my wife had the babies, to do everything from home. Okay. Right, and right, then okay. a little life situation happened. Yeah, so after that, I, would, I just wasn't motivated to yeah, do anything. Yeah. Like anything. Like, with um, podcasting and shit coming back around, like that's recent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's within the like last six months or whatever. Like it really took a long time to kind of figure out what the fuck I wanted to do and how to do it. Yeah. And also um, be productive and passionate about it. Yeah, we 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 had yeah, we, we had, bro because that. that's how it was for me. That's why I got into the internet radio thing because um, we was having our child and um, I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this and then you know, be a father and at the same time we do all this try to things, try to work, try to get everything. But I was like, it's a void that's missing. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well since I'm not in the studio, I could do podcasts and you know, so I could do you know what I mean, I could do other things. Just be creative. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, just to fill the, that void. But it's See, like one thing that was always beneficial for me is I was always able to do everything. Mm. So I can um I can write I can play music, I can make beats, I can edit everything on the computer, I can do the video work. Yeah, that's definitely I've been beneficial. doing internet radio longer than almost anybody, you know what I'm saying? So, like, always knew how to do everything, and then I got nice on Photoshop, I got nice with editing pictures, so... I'm doing the research. I was to the point where I could just do everything myself years ago, mm -hmm. but I always wanted that... Um, group aspect of things because that's what I came in the game with you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so um, after the black stab situation um, ended 
Well, it really didn't end. I just didn't want to um, make music with them anymore mm-hmm. at that time. Because they still do their thing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bruno. And yeah, shout out to Bruno. But that, it was so much back and forth where it just got to the point where when niggas wanted to do that shit again, I was like, nah, I'm good, ah, man. Yeah. So I started the MDMA lifestyle shit, had a whole roster of artists, had niggas on paperwork and everything, Burr. feel me, had an in-house producers, and then that's when I was at the art gallery, and then uh, I left that, had my own fucking studio, Burr. and then shit just got a little crazy yeah. on my <laughs> shit, so I totally yeah. understand you, bro, but... Um, yeah. I think what I'm trying to do now with the Fact Check Podcast, I got plans to do a um, couples podcast with my wife. I think that's going to be super dope. I'm trying to do a wrestling podcast with Fame. Mm-hmm. Fucking, um, I'm trying to have um, just a litany of yeah. podcast content. Yeah. I record everything. So I haven't started posting the videos yet just because I'm stockpiling that shit. Yeah. So as soon as I get the YouTube popping, I'm going to just do like five-minute clips. Little excerpts of like the funniest shit during the interview. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga. Yo, and that's then, word. My shit is legal now, too. Yeah, see, so, and that's the way to go yeah. about it. And then my way. wife is a fucking painter. So, you got, I got that shit to fuck with. Yeah, bro, it's just different fun avenues, shit, yo. You definitely got to come check out some of our Yeah, we definitely going to be, got, yeah, do some business, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we going to be doing the podcast and all that shit, too. So, always yeah, bro. Yeah, we can talk about that shit off air though, cause niggas be really stealing your moves off. Yes, they do. Yeah, I ain't gotta say. Fuck y'all niggas. I've had a, I've, I've, yeah, dude. It's funny you say that. Yo, I'm a very, very humble person. Yeah, but I'm also very, very observant. I don't give a fuck with none of these motherfuckers. Say yo, a lot of what was done after '05 was seen from the elms of self-pub entertainment. And if you you can tell me that you don't believe that, that's fine. But I seen it. I watched how niggas move once they watched us walk through and come through and after we left and then we show up again and we would see how they groups that was hopping off the stage back then with us and y'all. Come on, yo, say less, yo, because we wanted to feel that. You we feel me? Like, yo, so... I, and then I, everybody was like, wow, you can do that shit? Why not? Like, y'all came here to party, right? Like, right. That's, I still do Bad. that, yo. I'll be quick to perform in the Bad. crowd. Y'all oh, love hell it. no, I'll be too paranoid for that. All right, wait, none of I was just in New York. You touch me if you want. <laughs> I was just in New York for the uh, past few days. You know, my lady went to go see the horrible um, The Susan Podcast. Mm. And um, the whole time, I'm like... I'm like, nah, man, I gotta put my wallet on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, I, put, I, be, I'm, 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 I, I adjust accordingly. But, uh, <laughs> I ain't hopping in nobody crap. Fuck that shit. But uh, see, whatever uh, I did, 9010, where I was at, mm-hmm. there was someone in the crowd, mm-hmm. or a few in the crowd, that was there yeah. for me. You know when it's time. Oh, yeah, yeah please believe it. Yeah. I told you, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd she get put out of shoot she got in? Oh, uh, she got that spot. <laughs> So, uh, who are some of y'all uh, biggest influences when it comes to making music? Oh, man. Talking to niggas that's been making music for like 20 years. So, I don't want to hear no new nigga names. That- you know what I'm saying? Like, who influenced y'all to like make music when y'all first started making fucking yeah. music? Me, it that's would be Hove and Mace. 
Pope and Mace. Mace would be number one. It you was going to pick niggas out of beefing with each other. Ironic. That's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's so, always been funny to me. For me, it was Mace. Like, Mace was the first nigga I actually was like, oh, all right, I like I can oh. hear that shit, too. Yeah, it was I can definitely hear that Mace, shit. bro. Like, okay. That makes <laughs> and, then, sense, yo. and then I heard a whole on, on, the, on the Mace joint, and then this just made me go into deeper research on, yo, yeah. like, oh, this nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I've been yeah. following Jay. I, I get, you know what? It's funny you say that, because I never paid that much attention until, like, later in life. Like, after listening to that album again and hearing him on that, he's just like, yeah, he's stronger, real, right, yeah, he was like, damn, yeah, he's really <laughs> saying kind of, no, yeah, whole on a mace track, on the Hollow World, uh, on the Hollow World album, cheating the, uh, on you. yep, cheating on you, no, 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 yeah, because yeah. he had the group all over. He did, yeah. yeah. But that album was like what? Double up or something like that? I forget. No, double up. Double up was the second, second one. one. I'm sorry. It was the one after that one. All right. Yeah. Cool. yeah but yeah, you know, I, I definitely understand. Yeah. So okay, what about you? Me personally, yo, know, my roots run super deep because I I sing and I rap. Yeah. So like my influence is yeah, definitely. Actually, I was actually in my bottle because I'm black. So. You got a tray run somewhere, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's right there on the table. table. Um, <laughs> can I roll up right here, or should I go? That's on, the on you, nigga. You <laughs> I usually ask niggas before I put them on camera. Like, oh, I'm grown, now, dude. Like, you never seen my Instagram thing? I give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm grown, son. I know what I'm about, but that's nevertheless. My, my, like I said, my influences run super deep, y'all. Uh-huh. I grew up in a home. Where I listen, where I didn't have a concept of genres for a long time. Yeah. So like, I grew up listening to BB and CC, Doofus, Stevie, and those were the things that introduced me to like music. Where I was like, yo, why would you not want to do that? My mom is a huge influence to me okay. because she was actually what exposed me to studios. Like, that's a good answer. Yo, real shit. No shit like yo, that. I was in a studio at two years old watching her create. Mm-hmm. You feel my mom oh, and my wow. yeah, my mom and my father sung. Like they both sing, yeah, but my, my mom dad, was the uh, one that pursued used to it. Be the uh, engineer for the church sessions at the church. Wow. And shit. Yeah. So yeah, I used to I go to my mom's studio yeah. sessions and sit there and listen to her producers create. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I'm talking about live, like do whole bands, like, and I'm like, yo, yeah, how is this not right? And then the older I got, and I started like listening to different genres and understanding what genres were. Yo, I took to everything that really was anything. Biggie, of course. Pac, of course. Uh, Bone Thugs, of course. I love the Fugees. Mm. I, I mm. really embodied music, like, through and through. So, it, it, I could list so many different things because I really took All right, it's funny you say list. Speaking of list, why don't you list me Birdman, Three Hardest Birds? Yo, you want to go back to that, yeah? I keep saying. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but... Yeah, what is that? Yeah, big time. That'd be one. Big time. That's the only thing I was. When Cop said that, I was like, yeah. somebody said that. I was like, yeah, you're right. Was <laughs> I said uh, everything that was on that album uh, the, uh, after Drake, came, uh, Heartbreak Drake came out because it was all of Heartbreak Drake's songs. I said number one. <laughs> yeah, it was all the songs. Number Heartbreak one. Drake. It was. Uh, no. What was that shit from Heartbreak Drake? Yeah, it was like two or three cuts from off of Word. that album, yo. I gotta were, go back and listen. They were all drink joints. I gotta go back oh and listen. God. Yeah, I gotta go back and listen. You know what? But uh, yeah, number one, what's, what's good with you, bro? On, Definitely number one stun. I get that. Holiday um, is bought up in here, boy. Oh, my nigga, Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> you too, man. Back again on the fact check. <laughs> I'll get to you in a second. Man. <laughs> 
fucking uh all right all right that's good shit my nigga um i guess my last question for y'all really is how do y'all feel about the state of hip-hop being an independent artist right now like do you feel good about it you feel confident you are um, kind of fearful. You don't really understand the scope of things going on right now. Like, let me know. I kind of like the independent sway. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's giving power to more people, and you get to see how smart a dumb a motherfucker is, kind of sorta. So it's like, you know, like everybody want to go independent now. It seems to be the thing to do. You know what I mean? Um, but you can see how people move. Who's serious? Who got the passion for it? Mm-hmm. And then people that lack. Because before it was kind of like, yeah, everybody wanted to sign to a label. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get signed, so now you're looking at moves. Who's making the best moves? How you trying to make your move? You know what I'm saying? To get to a label, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So far as the That's independent the route, man, you can upload a song straight from your your phone. Like as right. soon as you come to your email yeah, and make money. Like you gotta update your shit. I was like, okay, like so it changes significantly. Like you can make money on the spot, like PayPal account. Uh, Whatever account you got, bank account, yeah. like. I just got the card. Yeah. So it changed. It definitely changed, it. and I like it. It's empowering more people. You know. What, what do you think the new wave is gonna be in the next like two to three years? More direct. I feel like. Um, direct or concerned. Yep. 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 Of so course, cause. I don't know if it's going to damage the labels. They always, always going to probably always do shit and nah, be what see, it is. But I, I see how you're thinking with it, mm-hmm. but you can already skip them because they already got fucked yeah. over the streaming shit. So now when you go direct to consumer, you got to worry about fucking over the DSPs mm-hmm. and them niggas money long and shit. They still fucking the niggas right now. <laughs> but I totally feel you. I think that's what it should be too. Mm-hmm. Just um, no Spotify, no mm-hmm. Apple Music. Because if I'm not mistaken, if you got, I don't know how Spotify is, but I know for sure with Apple Music, if you have files on your iTunes or whatever, it don't have to be from the Apple Music store, mm-hmm. and it'll still read as long as you got all the proper tags and all that kind of shit. Right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so things has changed, especially how it's going digital, you know what I'm saying? Like, just how it's going digital and shit, so it's definitely changing, you know. Digital is faster information, you can just do shit on the spot, bro, like, it's crazy. What about you, fam? I'm all of the above. I'm not going to stun it. Like, I do believe in... Uh, I feel like the labels are never going to go anywhere because there's always going to be somebody that don't got nothing that needs that. Mm-hmm. Those are those people that's getting caught up in those 360s. I definitely... Uh, I got a lot of faith, though, in the independence. Um, if your movements are right. Because it seems like the ones that get that or gain her that attention to, to do it independently. So they got it's something behind them. I don't know what it is. Like <laughs> but it's something. It it's always different, but it's something. Like, yo, I don't know how Takashi got important so fast. Uh other than being where he was. And, you know, so I'm, I'm indifferent. Like I'm all over the place with it. Cause I I'm watching everything, you know, like I try to keep up with as much as possible even though I dislike a lot. Yeah. So, you know what I mean, with that I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of w- learning it as it goes. Because, mm-hmm. like, you feel me? I, throughout history watching this shit, you've seen people that had the that, that had everything go nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then right. you see people that you would never expect to, to be that person. And it's like, how in the fuck? 
So that always has always left me with a weird disposition. I feel like Takashi embodied everything you just said. It was funny you said Takashi. Yo, because I, I I really was awkward about him. Like, yeah. I'm really weird about a lot of these new niggas. Like, period. I'm not gonna stop. Like, yeah. I can't even bullshit. But like, if you're if you're if I also try to look at it from a business standpoint, the older I've gotten. So that way, I try to understand how, like how and why. You know, why would someone and take a chance at investing that much into you, not just off of what you've done, but like why? Like how did they get behind it? Right, right. And I, I had to do the same with him because I was like, Yo, why is everybody talking about this thing? Like then I heard this song and I was just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the few listens. I was like, I get it. I don't give a fuck what you say. That nigga, uh, Fifi, that shit slap. <laughs> okay, dude, I rocked that for a few. I'm not gonna stunt. Like I give good music credit no matter who does it. And that joint played in my joint a few I, times because I was like, this is kind of, this I is super catchy. Though. I'm a wild goofy ass. <laughs> but um, I definitely appreciate y'all coming on Fact Check Podcast, yo. Why don't y'all um, tell them niggas your Instagrams and where they can download y'all music and give them one more rundown of the shit on the 21st at the Radisson Hotel at the downtown Inner Harbor. Yeah, yeah. So you can find us on Instagram, Aeon Records. It's just A-Y-O-N Records. Uh, and Aeon um, Music.com yeah. <coughs> Aeon Music.com Got the site up there Nothing, All music in there Yeah some they got things. some bangers on there too Good looking bro Good yes, looking sir. So um, that And uh, holla at us man 747-223-8825 uh, Stay in contact with us man You'll get all the latest updates When we do shows When we dropping merch Records All that stuff yeah, man Where can uh, producers send them beats and shit? Oh Aeon Music uh, Aeon Records at gmail.com. Aeon Records at gmail.com. All right. I'm going to have you two niggas get the fuck out of here. But before you do, like I said, I really appreciate y'all motherfuckers coming through. Yo, thank you for having us. Definitely. Straight up. (laughs) What's your favorite Kobe Bryant moment? I would have to say. um, If you got more than one, that's fine. But no more than like three. Yo, my one of my ones is when he threw the oop up to uh, Shaq and he caught it and Shaq came down. That was one of my like yeah. I was like, bruh, <laughs> bruh. And then I took a picture of one the day that reminded me when Allen Iverson, and it looked so mean, bro. Like I just want to show you real fast, bro. Like I yeah. think he's our generation player, right? Yeah, yeah. yo, Jordan, yeah. Jordan. We were what still uh, at the end of Jordan. I know, was niggas was just being like I was in middle school, yeah. Bro, yeah bro. Young. So I understood, but I didn't. But it's like you seen Kobe was like, "Yo, gee, like he coming up. He's gonna he be, he's gonna be that next. Like he emulated kind of, you know what I'm saying? The next generation of, of awesome players." So, what about you, fam? Taking Brandy to prom. <laughs> Cold blooded shit. Yeah. I remember that with the oversized suit. Yeah, shit. yeah. I remember that. Taking shit, Brandy man. to prom. That's when you knew that nigga was a star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, before it was all really putting, you know, etched in stone, you know, I was just like, boy, who is this Yo, because for real, when he first came through, like, it was so much hype, and he was, like, demanding shit. I'm like, is this nigga nice? And I used to fuck with them Lakers with Eddie Jones and Nick Van Axel, and I did not want that nigga to take Eddie Jones' spot. But the writing was on the wall, you feel me? Eddie Jones tried his hardest. Yeah. God damn, yo. Shout out to Mama, yo. Yeah, yo, I'll be Kobe,